Hey y'all, welcome to Feminine Fidelity. I am your hostess. My name is Anna. Today, I want to discuss with you um, something that's been going around Twitter, and uh, especially Twitter, some on Facebook, and it has to do what it means to be um, a biblical woman. And what is a woman's highest purpose, her highest calling, and motherhood, and stuff. There's a lot of arguments going on online, um, some fairly friendly and some very not so, about this. And there's a lot of women who, when you tell a woman that motherhood um, is a woman's highest calling, her response is going to be no. It isn't. Glorify God is her highest calling because the Bible clearly tells us that in everything we do, we are to seek his glory and all that you do, do us unto the Lord. And I understand that. I do. But there is a different way for a man to glorify God than there is for a woman. There's a different way for an adult to glorify God than there is for a child. And we must be true to the purpose for which he designed us individually. A woman glorifies God, according to Titus 2, 3-5, through 5, by obeying her husband and loving her children, loving her, her husband, submitting to him, keeping a home, uh, being chaste and pure, and sober-minded, not given to much wine, and so on. Well, a man is called to lead and to protect and to provide. He is to lead in the church, he is to lead in society, and he is to lead in the home. So the way a man glorifies the Lord is different than the way a, man, a woman glorifies the Lord. A man is told, for instance, that he is not to exasperate his children. Um, a woman isn't told that because he is clearly the head of the home. He is the one spiritually responsible for the tone of his home and for training his children to obedience. And he is the one that will answer to God. He doesn't pay for their sins. But he answers to God for them. And he's the one that is supposed to be there to provide and protect. And so many people today want to say, well, no, a man is a servant leader. Or a man um, a man can share this um, obligation to provide with his wife with no consequences and so on but the Bible shows us something else entirely and the same with women we are called to bear children to raise the children um, in the home to be there with them you know it is unnatural what we do today 
the way the West sees it, it is unnatural for a woman to hate children. It is unnatural for a woman to say she has to have wine to deal with her children. It is unnatural for children to spend so much time away from their mothers. This has never been known um, throughout the Christian world, ever. And so these takes on it where there's always the exception. There's always the reason why, instead of saying, well, a man's greatest calling is to take dominion and to lead, provide, and protect, and a woman's greatest calling is to be a mother, and thus obviously a wife, and a homemaker, and care for her family. There's always those that want to bash that, that want to come against that. And I'm seeing this a whole lot online today. So I, I not just today, today, but I mean these days. And I just want to talk to y'all about this because this is wrong. A woman can only glorify God if she is doing the things that the Lord has called her to, or at least is seeking to do these things. She is seeking to prepare to be a wife and to be a mother. This does not mean that is all she thinks of every single moment if she's not married. That she only thinks about when I get married, and it doesn't mean her life only starts when she gets married. But it does mean that she was designed for marriage and for children. And, of course, a man is too, but his calling goes a little higher, a little broader, because he is called to lead, to provide, and to protect. And, like I said, that goes within the spheres of... His sphere goes into the family and the church and into society. But you tell women this, and even serious Christians so very often have this knee-jerk reaction where they want to go, no, it's not what God says. We're to glorify him and bring him honor and glory, and to please him. And that's our greatest calling. But truly, we are to do that in everything, all the time. But there's also this, truly, we do it differently. A child glorifies God when he obeys his parents. It's literally the fifth commandment. To obey your obey your father and mother is unto the Lord. You know, um, if a child is not doing that, then nothing else he does brings God glory. Because his motivation is a sinful one. If a husband isn't leading his family well, isn't caring for their souls, 
if he has not taken responsibility to make sure that they understand and are obeying um, real Bible-based, Bible-directed truth, theology, um, doctrine, then he is not obedient to God and nothing else he says or does makes a difference. We have to keep this in mind. And so the same goes with a woman. If she's not being obedient to the thing that God clearly says she is to do this, and an older woman is to teach this, and that if she does not, then the word of God is blasphemed. And we must keep these things in mind. So there is clearly a way that a woman glorifies God in which a man cannot. And clearly a way that a man glorifies God in which a woman must not and cannot. A woman cannot be a man any more than a man can be a woman. And so their purposes do not overlap in the way people want to make them. God just God does not look at us as just Christians and, oh, what are you doing to glorify me throughout your day in every way? He looks to see, while that is important, yes, he looks specifically at the ways he has commanded us as men and women to do it. And... You know, feminism has taught us that um, there's not that much difference between men and women. In fact, today, people cannot even define what a woman is. They could, they don't want to. Um, So this is something we need to pray over. And these women that are having these knee-jerk reactions and going, oh, no, 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 no. This is not the only way a woman can glorify God. She glorifies God by seeking to bring him glory. Yeah. And there's a specific way she is to do that. And so we must recover this. We must recapture this. And we must stop with the, oh, well, she can only bring glory to God if that is her highest um, purpose rather than seeing motherhood as highest purpose. And she can only bring glory to God the same way a man does. And these women that are doing this, they're being actually anti-biblical, antinomium. They're acting against the law. And sadly, in the state of the church today, it being as grounded in feminism and even Darwinianism, much of it, and other things as it is people really can't see it 
and they don't they don't want to see it because we're trying so hard especially um complementarian leaning people and the egalitarian ones who are within our church I do believe egalitarianism is a sin um and I believe that complementarianism is a bad compromise between patriarchy, which is father-led, and egalitarianism. Um, we must define ourselves and obey as the way the Lord taught us to. God designed us so that men lead and women follow. So, um, this is something that weighs on me because I see otherwise seemingly sound women go off on those of us who are trying to teach them teach our sisters biblical patriarchy how to obey your husband and how to take care of your home love your children in a way that brings God glory and so it is heartbreaking to see these women say things like no no Having children is not a woman's highest calling. Well, yes, it is. It quite literally is, because this is what the Bible teaches. And if a woman isn't seeking to obey God in this, what else does it matter where she seeks to obey him? What does it matter? Because she's not seeking to obey in a way that is quite primary to God's command for her. And excuse my voice, ladies. I am kind of losing it, so you just bear with me here. Um, I cannot glorify God the same way a man can. And a man cannot glorify God the same way I can. And I would be in sin to seek to bring God glory by doing that which a man does. And he would be in sin to seek to bring him glory by doing things the way a woman does or doing the exact same things. And so we have got to look at this and keep this in mind. What is it God has called us to do? And yes, I keep going back and emphasizing Titus 2, 3 through 5, because it is so very clear what God has called us to do in this. So, this is not meant to be very long, and I'm going to wrap it up in a minute, but it is a very important thing. It is something I want to talk about more extensively, but... I just want to put this out for you to think about. There is no way for a woman to glorify God 
if she's not seeking to obey him who commanded her to follow and obey her husband, to love her children, to be sober-minded, to be in self-control, and as she's an older woman, to teach younger women, and as a younger woman, to learn from them. It's not, there's no way for her to obey God if she's not obeying his word. And there's no way for a man to obey God if she's not obeying his word. A turtle cannot be a dog, and a dog cannot be a cat, and a cat cannot be a camel. And it would be absurd if those things tried to be one another. Um, it would be absurd for us thus far, thus far to think that we can obey God, bring Him glory, even though we're choosing to ignore that which he has clearly commanded us in Titus 2, 3-5, through 5, and which is shown us by example in Proverbs 31. So if we're not obeying his word, and his word does not compromise with itself, it cannot mean one thing in one place and another in another. So I want you all to think about this. I want you all to pray about it. And we will discuss it more another time. All right. Bye-bye, y'all. Oh, until next time, do all that you do. Give unto the Lord, including this. Bye-bye, y'all.